Hey there, and welcome to Mondays with Molly, where we share stories of triumph, transformation, and the beautiful lessons we learn along the way as women business owners. We have these conversations to inspire other women on their entrepreneurial journey so they don't feel so alone in their struggles, fears, and doubts. Let's take the manic out of our Mondays and replace it with a little more inspiration. Grab a cuppa, get cozy, and enjoy. Welcome to Mondays with Molly. I'm Molly, your host. And today I have the amazing Julie Burke here with me. I'm so excited to introduce you all to Julie. Julie and I have worked together a couple times with her branding sessions, mm -hmm. and she was one of my first brand clients back in the days in the dungeon basement studio that was literally the size of a closet. Oh. And we had so much fun together. I absolutely love all of our time together, and I can't wait for everybody to hear more about you. So Aww, thank you. you're so welcome. Julie, I want you to just tell everybody who you are and what you do in this world because i know you do so much oh yes um first of all thank you for having me of course and you know i love you and if you know molly you know she's just a ray of sunshine so and she makes you just look beautiful <laughs> <laughs> so you definitely need to get your photos done with her for sure um so a little bit about me i am a multi-passionate entrepreneur i you know back in the day i was 22 years old and um, opened, a, a, well, not, op well, I did open my very first franchise. So I did franchise. So it was a already existing business. It was Jimmy John's actually. Oh, really? <clears throat> yes. Uh, stop so fast, so freak, right? So I, freaky fast. So freaky fast. And so I had a couple locations and I thought it was my ticket to freedom after corporate America. And I found out very quickly that running your own business is not freedom, especially when it's a sandwich shop and it moves very fast paced. Um, the stores were very successful, but about 10 years into that, I felt like I was just so burned out. I was, I, I learned a lot, but I was done. So we sold them and I actually was pregnant with our firstborn. And, um, so I was able to stay at home with him. So it was the, the plan worked. It was to get them up and running, get them really going. And then it was kind of like my first taste of entrepreneurship mm -hmm. and then come home, be home with the baby and the rest is history. But, um, if you know, I have any moms are watching this, you know, at, at least for me, I felt like a piece of me was just, I still had that drive. I still had that entrepreneur drive in me and I wanted to do something. I love being home with him, but I wanted to be with women. I wanted something else to, to do. And so that's how I landed into direct sales. Mm -hmm. um, but if you know anything about direct sales, remember the home party business, right? I was gone a lot of nights and weekends. And so I went back to the drawing board, like, what else can I do? And that's when I landed into network marketing. I found a company 10 years ago. And since then, I've transitioned to another company. But I really learned the profession. It has provided freedom for our family. And, um, and then back in 2016, I started with my online business, my online brand. And then everything from there just exploded. And I'm all about creating multiple income streams. I think it's super important, especially nowadays. And so I just love helping other women. I am, um, 
I'm a business online business mentor and income growth strategist. I really, really love strategy and I really love helping women gain clarity in their own online business. And so helping in their brand and helping them get, you know, from point A to point B and so forth. So yeah, and create their own their own freedom. That's amazing. I didn't realize that you had started back with Jimmy John's yes. and then I mean I mean, I had the same thing where I, you know, was working for somebody. I was going to be taking over somebody's business within five to seven years. But then when I had my son, mm. like it just, I was gone. I was working on weekends and, yes. you know, building somebody else's business, right. even though Jimmy John's was your business. I just, I felt like I was missing something, not being home. But mm. then once I was home full time, and I was like getting that itch that I needed to do something and create something too. So I feel like yeah. there's a lot of people that can relate to that. Well, franchising is a great business model and a lot of people like it because it's it's a proven business model. Mm -hmm. And yeah, what you don't realize is all the time and energy that goes into building, you still have to build it up. Even though there is brand recognition, you still have to build it up and you're living there, you know, morning, noon, and night, because no one's going to take care of your business like how you're going to take care of your business. No, right? absolutely not. I don't care if you have the best manager in the world, there's still things that are going to come up and they're not going to be able to handle. And so I just didn't realize that, you know, I went into it thinking, oh, I'm 22 years old, I'm going to be owning my own business. Yeah. And then I quickly realized that that was not the case. But like I said, it was an experience in its, in its own. And you're right. Like, even though uh, we were making money, a lot of the money was going out. Like yeah. there is a lot of overhead, of overhead yeah. and royalties and all the things. So at the end of the day, when I look at what I create now, having freedom, being able to work my business from anywhere to then what I was making back then, I, I mean, it was like pennies. Yeah. So it's just, I think we're just living in a different world and there's more opportunity and that the online world is really where people are headed. And Okay. Cause I wanted to talk about like what you define brand is or like what your definition of brand is. Sure. Um, and I kind of feel like you actually have lived so much through somebody else's brand mm -hmm. with franchising mm -hmm. and then going into all of these other things. Yeah. And then now you're creating your own brand and you have been building your own brand for quite some time. Tell me about that. Like, what do you define a brand? And then how, how is it where you've been somebody else's and then now you're building your own and just want to know more about that. Well, when you are building somebody else's brand, you're taking on their identity, mm -hmm. right? So everything had to be a certain way in the store, a certain color. We had to say certain phrases, yeah. like you, you're not owning your brand. And when you, and, and so that's something completely different. And so with the online world, it's you and you, I, no matter what you do, yes, I was in network marketing, but I wanted my own identity. Yeah. I did not want to be known for my company or my products because let's face it, like network marketing companies could come and go like this. Right. And so I wanted to be smart about it, even though I was a leader in, in the company and making multiple six figures within that company. I mean, the company could shut down tomorrow. Then where was I? Right. Yeah. So I started to learn more about branding and the importance of, of branding. And the funny thing was 
the reason I was so successful in my network marketing business is because I was utilizing social media in my favor and creating curiosity based marketing and showcasing my life and showcasing my kids and sharing stories and sharing testimonials. I was already branding before I even knew what the heck a personal brand was, yeah. which is what, why I attracted people to me, which is why I believe I was having success in my network marketing business. So then when you started hearing more about, you know, branding, it was really around 2016 and for sure 2017. And I was learning about it. And, and I guess in my own words, what I could say is branding is really just giving your business a soul because people don't know you. They don't like you. They don't trust you. They're seeing this human through a screen and mm -hmm. they're going, okay, what's this person all about? And right now, especially nowadays, people are way more sophisticated with this, right? And so you have to show up and be authentic and vulnerable and let people in and really get to know you. But it's, it's through your content that you're humanizing your brand. Yeah. And so I, I believe that that's the definition. It's, yes, there's all different um, parts to branding. There's the photos, yes. which are super important because <laughs> you want to show up as yeah. like that authority and, and in a professional way. There's the logo and the website. So that's like your brand aesthetics, right? Your assets, if you will, to your brand. And then there's the brand strategy. And then, you know, there's the brand identity and all of these pieces to branding. So I think that people, when they learn about that, they get overwhelmed and really to just simplify it all. It's just knowing what you stand for, what your core values are, like who really understanding who you are and what you stand for, what you want and what you don't want, because what you don't want is sometimes even more important than what you do want. I'm going to, I'm going to share that with you, right? Oh my because, gosh. Yeah. Please share that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say that again, like what you don't want, because you do want to repel people. You do want to repel the people that are not supposed to be met in your world and that you, you just don't want to associate with. And so that's sharing your voice. And, and so these are all the pieces that make up your brand. And the reason why it's so important to really identify and get it right is because it's, it's the bedrock to your business. It is literally laying the foundation. And I think that this is the piece that people overlook because they're just worried about, well, how do I make money? Yeah. Well, how do you make, well, then people look at me and they go, well, how are you able? So within a year of coming online and starting my brand in one year, I created three additional six-figure income streams. I was doing uh, mentorship. I created digital products, my own digital products. And I was doing affiliate marketing, which I found a product. It was a high-ticket product. I really liked it. I shared, shared it, and it just means that I made money from yeah. the sale. The way I was able to do that is because I took the time to build my brand and my relationship with my audience. And yes. so I let them in to know, like, and trust me. One of the fastest ways I was able to do that, if I could take it a step further, was through showing up and doing video. Mm -hmm. And I was so nervous. I think I we mean, all are. I think we all are. So nervous. <laughs> so what I did is I start. so my audience, I'm on Facebook. I know people are screaming TikTok and they're screaming, you know, be over on Instagram and LinkedIn. But my 
my home is Facebook. It's where I started. It's where my audience is. And that's where I'm at. Now, it doesn't mean I'm not going to branch out. Like I do have a YouTube channel. I don't use it a lot, but I do have an Instagram following, but I don't know how, but I do like a brand, right? But I started a Facebook fan page, AKA business page, whatever you want to call it. People get a business page is a fan is also known as a fan page. So I started a fan page and I started showing up on video. They're doing Facebook lives and I was a freaking mess. I was like a hot mess. I was so nervous. I think I took a shower after my first one because I was sweating (laughs) so bad, but I was like, all right, this brand thing, be consistent, be consistent. So I did, and little by little, an audience started to show up, and I have like 54,000 followers, and they're engaged. Like, I'll put a post up. So here's the crazy thing, real quick, about social media. Oh, God. I could, you guys, I could go on about this forever. <laughs> We're going to be here all day, but and I love it. Guys, so, <laughs> so many social nuggets. media is great, but you never can control social media, which is why I always teach my clients to build a list. You always want to build a list because the list is your real estate. And when you are on social media, you're leaving your world into somebody else's hands and they could shut you down at any time. Right? I mean, we see that right now. Like right. it's just chaos. They could change the algorithm, which yeah. is what they did on the fan page. Cause then they were, they were talking about Facebook groups. So then people were going to groups. So here's a crazy thing. So for the last two years, I kind of ignored my fan page cause I was trying to get on TikTok, and I'm like, I'm not feeling TikTok. Why pressure it, Julie? Why? Always listen to your intuition and your gut. Mm -hmm. Okay. So recently, just a couple months ago, I go on my fan page. I'm like, it's 11 o'clock at night. Why am I thinking about posting? I put a post up on my fan page. Simple. Colored background. You know, Facebook gives you the colored Mm -hmm. backgrounds. I just had something I had to say. It was short and sweet and to the point, impactful. In the morning, I had over 500 likes and like 70 shares. And I went... What? <laughs> what? So since that point, I was con- I've been consistent back on my fan page, and I mean the engagement is insane. So this is what I've learned because I started asking around, like, mm-hmm. what is going on? Facebook is now going back because of Reels and giving priority to fan pages. Yep. And so I'm like. You know, and this is all part of the learning process. And there, you guys, it's constantly changing. It's constantly changing. But when you have a brand, it doesn't matter where you go, what platform you go to, what you are selling. It doesn't matter. Your audience wants okay. it and they'll follow you. Yeah. As they'll long as you, you stay with, like you said, those that core those values. values that you have. And yes. if you go back to those. Yep you're always going to know where you're supposed to be. If it doesn't feel good for you, you don't go there. If you don't, if you're trying so hard and there's crickets, this may not be the thing for you. So find your thing, find what, you know, lights you up and go after that. Yeah. Like what, what do you, why are you doing what you're doing? Like, why do you want to do it in the first place? Right. And who do you want to help? And what does that look like? And, you know, you have to really, um, I've created so much content around branding, but you, you, the main thing is just that clarity piece. When yeah. you have clarity, you have confidence. When you have confidence, it brings on the right energy. When you have the right energy, you're going to magnetize the people towards you that you want in your world. Like that's just the natural flow. When yeah. you have no, 
clarity, you're stuck. You're stuck. And, and you're in chaos. Right. You're in desperation. This is why I'm a strategist because yeah. I, as you know, I'm like, no BS. I really do. Like, I want to get in the weeds with them and help them to break down those barriers and help them to like really reconstruct like, okay, if you're feeling like this right now, you know, why is that? Mm -hmm. What's coming up for you? And then helping them kind of like shed those layers. Like recently I was working with somebody and she had no idea before this call that this business plan would have taken place on our call, but we created an entirely different business plan for her because she's a website designer slash developer. And she wasn't even thinking about creating a business around that. And she was giving her services away for free. And I'm like, are you out of your <laughs> mind? So we constructed this whole business for her, but see, that's the thing though. And that's what I'm passionate about is I don't want to see women just stay stuck. Mm -hmm. I want to see them to, I want to see them flourish. Yes. I want to help them create more income, but also more impact. And, you know, obviously having the right integrity through whatever it is that, that they're offering. So, oh my gosh, yeah. I cannot believe how many nuggets of wisdom and oh. <laughs> just all of the things that you, there's just so much that you have said here already. That is just, I, I hope that people listen to this because it's so impactful, just even what you say and bringing up the clarity piece. Like I talk about that all the time and that's what helps me yeah. to figure out like, okay, if I'm stuck, if I'm, in the weeds again and i just go back to that clarity piece and go back to what my values are and what i want to do and who i want to help in the world like it all just comes back and it, there's peace and there's that clarity and you can see the road ahead of you rather than you yes. know getting stuck like you said you know and so i had another brand before my brand now right as you know yeah. so i had this whole other brand and that is the brand that when I came online in 2016 and like really dove in with, you know, creating other income streams and, and my branding. And what I ended up doing is I was like hustling so hard. I was so scattered. Things were happening, I think, really, really fast, which was amazing. But it was almost like I couldn't keep up with it. And then I'm a visionary entrepreneur and a creative. So then my creative brain was like, oh, I need to create more. Yeah. And what ended up happening was, as you can even see, like it's bringing me back. Like I had to take a breath <laughs> is I fell out of alignment yeah. with what I was doing and where I was going. And so I had to stop and take a step back. And that's what I did actually. And that's the beautiful thing about network marketing and making a residual income is because the last few years I was able to just like kind of throw in the towel for a little bit with my brand, like I didn't want to give up. I knew I'd be back around, but I had to, well, COVID happened. Mm -hmm. We were not expecting that. And it was, for me, it was just timing was what I needed. I to just kind of let myself sit back, relax. And then here COVID happened. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to like, like, let go. Let go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, when I looked at all of that stuff I created, all those courses I created, I really had to separate from it and say, Juliet wasn't in alignment with where I want to take my brand. And so just leave it behind. And that's when I created the freedom designer, my, my new brand, 
which you did my photos for, which were Oh my gosh, that was such amazing. an amazing, amazing day, amazing day. Like we just had so much fun. And I think I had you playing Dua Lipa all day long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that Katy Perry song. I don't even know. But I mean, I could dance to just about anything, but and get me, I just love music. So it just gets me in the vibe. But um, going through the rebrand now, it is, I'm so much smarter this time around. And it's like, okay, does this feel in alignment? Is this the way that I want to go with it? Right? Like asking yourself those questions and not just doing it to do it to make money, like, but doing it because you want to do it. And it feels good. And it and feels right. good and right. And it's going to bring you peace and it's going to bring you joy and mm -hmm. it's going to actually impact and help others. And because for a while there, I was like, oh, I'm done with this branding stuff. I'm just going to go into crypto. And let me tell you, I lost so much money in the crypto space. I did. I tried other things and it was like everything that I was trying to do, it was like beating my head up against the wall. It was, it, for me, it was just like, okay, listen to the universe, like, listen. You can see the signs. You can yeah, see. I can see the signs, but Julie's not waking up to the signs. She just keeps doing this against the wall. And then eventually I woke up to the signs. Yeah. And so I, yeah, it's, the online world is like the wild, wild west, right? And mm -hmm. so that world is, there kind of, there is, I mean, I don't sugarcoat anything with, with people. Like there's a lot to know. There's a lot to navigate, but if you can cut out the fluff and stay focused in your lane and not look all around you and really just like go inwards of what it is that you truly want. You know, there was something, someone said something to me once. They're like, how do you think Michael Phelps won all of those medals? He was focused. He was mm -hmm. focused on his lane. He wasn't looking around him. He wasn't looking at what the guy next door was doing to him. He was focused on his lane and he went as fast as he could. And I'm like, that's so important because I see a lot of women, especially just with the shiny object syndrome. Mm -hmm. And I get it because sometimes because of the confusion, they just don't know where to go. They just don't know what to do. So if you bring it back to your brand and you and you identify, you identify with all these pieces that I'm sharing with you today, you know, what you want, what you don't want, who do you want to work with? What type of, you know, woman or man is, is he or she like, what, it, where are they at in their life? Right. You know, for me moving forward, I want to work with self-led leaders. Mm -hmm. I want to work with women entrepreneurs that are self-led. They know whether it's right or not for them to make the investment. You know, I'm not here to hold hands. No one should be here to hold hands. We're here to guide. We're here to lead. We're here to support and to like, you know, lend out that, that helping hand when they need it and to give them direction and guidance. I mean, that's what I do with strategy. So, um, it feels good to really like be able to stand in that, um, power, mm -hmm. I guess you can say, because for a long time. And it happens to the best of us. You know, some people be like, you were so, you've been so successful. You've been so, it doesn't mean that I don't feel lost. No, I feel like everybody feels that way. Every level, new devil, like mm -hmm. it happens. So it, it, there's a lot of successful people that are not happy. Yeah. I mean, we've seen that. We see that yes. every day. We see every that every day. So, 
But what I what I see with with what you do is like you want to work with these these leaders that mm-hmm. know what they want in life. You've gone through that whole circle many times to figure out what you want in life. So it's basically your brand is you mm-hmm. and the people that you want to work with may may be kind of like you as well. Like so that maybe yes. there are a few steps behind you exactly. or they need that guidance, they need that strategy that yes. you can see because you've been through the weeds. So that's exactly it. And that's another way to identify with who your market is. It's you. Like it is you maybe a year ago, two years ago, like you said, it you're just a couple steps ahead. You don't need to be at the top of the mountain. No. There is a saying, a fourth grader is a god to a third grader. That's true. Like, third graders look at fourth graders like, oh, my God. Like, with envy. They're only a grade ahead. Yeah. Like, why is that? But And I have a third grader, so I know. (laughs) You can see that. I can see that. But you don't need to know everything. Like, I don't have it all figured out. But there, there is a lot that I know because there's a lot... I've been through like hell and back, I feel like a bit with my online business and through hiring teams and through firing people and through, you know, building out all my funnels and building out courses. And I mean, I could go on and trial and and error and trial and error. So I want to be able to help people cut through the noise and the BS of the marketing world I see happening right now out there. And it's just such like old tactics and mm-hmm. I just want to help bring like a fresh perspective into the branding and marketing world because that's what's needed. Like people want authenticity, mm-hmm. but the right kind of authenticity, not yeah. just like spewing it out or any no. of that kind of stuff. You Please don't show up and be a hot mess vulnerable <laughs> just to be vulnerable on social media. I cannot, I will tell you, cause like people are like, Oh, be more vulnerable. So then you have these people that are showing up and they're like, no, you, you really should not be sharing that. This is what I say is because obviously I've been through kind of a crazy time in in my business life. And so I will show up and share the ugliness, but I always do it with a something teachable at the end. Yeah. Like not in the mess, but after the mess, after the mess (laughs) where you can actually take everything that you've learned from it. Yes. And then you can actually just like, all right, this is this is what I want you to learn from this so you don't have to go through the same thing. 100%. Rather than just completely broken down yeah. and you know, just because oh, I think people could feel that. Like you're just forcing the vulnerability. Don't yeah. force the vulnerability. Show up, give great content, great give great value. But if you're having an off day, have your off day. Why were you having an off day? Right? Like, and this is another thing is for your business, you know, you want to also write down, like, what do you enjoy? What do you not enjoy? Because those are the things you should be focusing on is, you know, what you do enjoy doing and everything else you should be outsourcing. And I'm big on outsourcing. Like if you want freedom in your business, you need to do, you need to treat your business like a business and you need to outsource it. Like, and I know, cause I'm a control freak. So I, I definitely try and let go of the control, but I did. I eventually was like, Okay, I don't know where this new brand is going to take me, but I hate doing all these things. I enjoy this. So hire a VA. I hired a VA. And now I'm hiring another VA. I'm amazing. like hiring another team. Like I, I'm, things are starting to go quick again, which is amazing. Super blessed. But I'm like, 
I don't want, I'm not techie. I'm not doing any of this. No, I'm not sending out these emails. Like I write my own copy, but you know, so you figure out what you, what brings you joy and what brings you death and anything that brings you death. I know it sounds like dark, (laughs) get rid of it and outsource it to somebody else because that is going to slow you down in your business. I know you want to do everything. I get it. Like it'll slow you down. Just like you said, the people that you don't want to work with, you don't have to work with the things that you don't want to do. You can outsource. Um, you don't have to do all the things, even mm-hmm. though we feel like we have to do it all. And it's hard for us to give up those things because, I mean. I think that's women in general, <laughs> yeah. right? Like we just, and especially if you're a mom, like, right? It's we, so hard. It's so it's so hard to like let go sometimes. Yes. But um, it's, it's very important. And if I could say this as well. So in my business, when I was running really hard and hustling, which is what I will not, I refuse to hustle. Okay. I don't know when people adopted this word as being like noble, like hustle. Listen, there is going to be a point in your business where you want to have like, you got to have some more grit and grace, Mm -hmm. but also grace with yourself. Because what ended up happening is I hit adrenal fatigue. Yes. And I found myself exhausted. I found myself, I stopped working out for like months. And I mean, you know, I love my workouts. Yes, you do. I just, I can't skip them, right? And so not just for my my body. I mean, I'm 45, not getting any younger here, but also, but mentally for this, right? Self-care is so crucial. And so part of self-care is outsourcing. <laughs> Amen. So, I mean... <laughs> I'll say it's humble in the face. I, it, you, it's an, almost impossible to learn every single piece of what to do with your online business by yourself or else you will be in the office like how I was 12, 13 hour days, um, you know, feeling like, but I was outsourcing, but my thing was the hustling that I have to create more. I have to do this. I have to do that because I, I felt like I had it. I was watching my, you know, competition. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, I need to be keeping up with the Joneses, right? Yeah. Keeping up with the Joneses. I need to be creating more. And it's like, no, no, you, you actually, you don't like right now you should just be figuring out your brand, the foundation piece. And then what is your, you know, one target market, your one offer, your one message, like what is the ones, right? And just focusing and going all in on that. And then you can layer in some other things down the road when you have help, especially. So no, I mean, this this is perfect. I think we, especially like you said, as women, we hustle and we also have that, oh, I'm so busy. Right. We always say like, it's, it's like, like you said, like it's a badge of honor, but Right. We're exhausting ourselves. We're not putting out what we should be putting out and we're not taking care of ourselves like we're taking care of everything else. Right. Because it's quality over quantity. Yeah. I mean, I'll say that again. It, you know, we're not about vanity metrics. Don't, you know, really, there is a there was an article called 1,000 True Fans. If you have uh, 1,000 yes. True Fans, right? Yeah. That's a million dollar plus business. I mean, that could be a million dollar plus business. Right? 1,000 people, when you think on it, the grand scheme, like of there's 7 billion people in this world. And then you like break it down to, okay, I just need like a thousand in my tribe. Yeah. Like, you're like, I can do that. You know, I could, 
I mean, it's all about connection. It's all about cultivating that relationship. So you don't have to do it with everybody. Just find no. your tribe. It doesn't have to be every single person out no. there. And not everybody's for you. There's, mm -mm. I mean, the case in point, there's a million photographers out there. Like, I'm not for everybody. And that's okay. And, if, right. you know, even people that I know go to other photographers. Like, that's okay. Right. And being able to release that and yes. being okay with that yes. and just sticking to the it's people. It's liberating. It is so liberating. It's so freeing. And, yeah, I mean... It's like now I took my list down from 43,000 to, I think I have 16,000. I cut it. I cut all those people out and I'm like, I don't want a list of freebie seekers. I mean, no offense, but, and there will be that everyone's going to buy from you, but you know, the people that are just like, I hate saying wasting space on your property, but they are because you're paying for that. So people that are not going to open your emails for six months, I mean, you got to get rid of them, yeah. right? They're just you know that they were just there for, for the freebie, which is why I redid my business model to not have a, a freebie business model. Like my, I have a low ticket product. It's like the entry point, but mm -hmm. it it's, I want to create it a tribe of buyers, like not a tribe of freebie seekers. Again, yeah. like, right. We are in this to make, make money, make an impact and to, you know, have fun and to have some freedom and some flexibility. So, you, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's what I'm saying. Like some people might be like, oh, that's harsh. Well, then you're not my person, right? <laughs> because I want to teach people that, you know, yes, I have free content. Don't get me wrong. I have a lot of free well, content. Well, you put a lot of free I content. I put a lot of free content yes. out. But if I'm going to put out a low ticket offer and that's going to be like your gateway in, into me and working with me, there's nothing wrong with that. No. You can't take your you know, it's a $27 product or a $47 product. Like it's okay. Yeah. So that's what you're saying. Like, I'm okay with that though. Like, and I, I, maybe I wouldn't have been years ago, but now moving forward, and this is what I teach to my, my people and my audiences. This is, this is, let me just share with you a little bit about what you don't want, right? Because <laughs> they don't know. Yeah. So yeah, it goes, it just goes back to that whole mentality of I am I'm more of the advisor, if you will, I feel like. I'm not a coach. I am a strategist and like, yeah, a business mentor. So well, it's kind of bringing it full circle, aren't we? Absolutely. <laughs> you could bring it full. You did that very eloquently. Did that? Yeah. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> so Julie, um, how can our, how can the audience like find you and work with you? And I just want them to be able to connect with you. Yes. So you can find me at my website, which is www.thefreedomdesigner.com. And you'll see all of my beautiful photos that <laughs> Molly took of me. Um, and then they can also connect with me. I have a free, a free Facebook group. It's uh, called the Freedom Business Academy for awesome. women entrepreneurs who want to create multiple income streams. And, um, and then my socials are just, you know, I have my fan page, my Julie Burke fan page, and then my personal page. So I'm mainly on Facebook. Okay. I'm mainly on Facebook. But if you do go to my website, I do have a free resource. I do a one free resource. One free resource. It is my business automation blueprint. So it helps uh, business owners, entrepreneurs, coaches learn ways to start to systematize and automate their business to scale so they don't have to live in their business all the time. 
I'm going to download that today. <laughs> so yeah, that's amazing, that's really Julie. Thank you so much Thank for you. honoring me with your you. presence today and all of your yeah. wisdom and amazingness. Thank you. Um, I appreciate your time. Yeah. And um, I will share the show notes with all of the links below, <laughs> all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but is there anything before we leave? Is there anything else that you want to say or tell your audience, tell the audience? Or? Yeah, I think the the main thing is just going into it and knowing um, it's not all going to be roses and sunshine. Like no. things will arise and, and come up. Um, but you know, stick to what we shared with you today about, um, you know, when you do it right, when you take the time and slow down and do it right and really build like the solid brand and start being consistent and showing up and, you know, sharing uh, quality with your audience, the right audience will find you um, and stay consistent with it. And whatever you do, whatever you do, because I felt like this a couple of times, don't ever quit. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to give yourself that grace. That's why I said you have to have grit and grace, not hustle and grind. Yep. Um, but then take the day, but then get back to it the next day. And um, and it will happen. It will. It and will. It's, it, the last piece I want to say about branding is branding is what helps you cut through the noise. Absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. Don't look at what others are doing around you. you have, it starts all in here. So. Yeah. Oh, I hope geez. that helps. Thank you so much. This was yeah, amazing. Thank you. Perfect. And um, we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us here on Mondays with Molly. If you or someone you know is looking for ways to help your small business find its visual voice in the world, consider booking a brand photography session. This is not your typical photo shoot. We will deep dive into your brand and create purposeful content that helps take out the stress of your everyday marketing. We offer single sessions as well as yearly subscriptions with full brand sessions each quarter. We are as invested in showcasing your brand as you are. For more information and to get started, check out mollyhebda.com and to connect with Molly on Instagram at mollyhebdaphotography. If you got something, anything from this episode, I encourage you to leave a review. And of course, the more stars left, the more we can build this community. And don't forget, subscribe and share.